fucking tens party today 20 fucking tens party today we did this shit by the time you're hearing this the event is sold out by the time you're hearing this the event is sold out you know the bomb man drop a fucking bomb on that shit 20 tens party today come on bro what's up come on bro fuck is niggas talking about? yeah no a nigga don't really want to take his cool off uh come on boy man. She love the way I'm doing it. So good, she won't put my tattoo on it. Bottom line is, you the finest. Give you a new name. What's that? What's that? What's my bitch? Twenty fucking tens party today. Today, yes. By the time you are hearing this, this shit is sold out. You can't get in. You can't get in. It's a bad nigga party. You, you cannot, cannot get, get in. in. Come on, bro. You ready? I was born like it. Bro, we did it. Come on. We come they, on. They fronted us a brick. And guess what we did? Come on, bro. bro I had to double it. Come on, bro. It's different. 20 fucking tens. I'm proud of us. Come on, brother. I'm proud of us. Come on, friend. You know what I'm saying? We committed to it and we 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 making this shit happen. Come on, gang. Let me intro the pod. Go ahead. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Candid with Cam. I'm your host, Cameron J. Today, I have my business partner with me, CEO, D-O-M. How you doing today, fellas? And behind the curtain, pulling the strings, pressing the buttons, we have Eladio Polanco, E4. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We throwing a 2010s party today. Like I said, it's sold out. Come on. Right now, when you hearing this... It's probably, let's say, 11 a.m., 12 p.m. Yeah, man. You could try to get tickets at the door. You could try. I don't know how it's going to go for you. Might have to pay the bouncer type shit, type shit. Type shit, type beat. We uh, learned today what the capacity was, and we said, damn. We might have oversold tickets. <laughs> we might have sold too many. <laughs> we might have sold too many. <laughs> you mean? It, um, It feels good, though, because, you know, we embar- well, I embarked on this journey um end of February where I was like, let me, let me, let me go full full throttle podcasting, full mm-hmm. throttle content creator, mm-hmm. and use my likeness to make some money. Mm-hmm. And this the this this was right out the gate, you know? Um mm-hmm. success. Success. And um it feels amazing to just know that like we doing this shit. Mm-hmm. And we about to pay our team, like, you know what I'm saying? And it's only gonna get bigger and better. Like it's not like we no, niggas not retiring off of this. Like oh, no. I still got to go to my nine to five Saturday morning after the party. Come on! But it feels good to know that we are making steps in the right direction to make this a full time thing for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I and think that's some of the most important shit we could do is like find. Like I always talk about in meetings. So Sunday meetings we have here is like we gotta find a way to get back. Right. Really, my goal with this shit is like by January I want to be able to work part time. Mm-hmm. 
and um yeah part-time nine to five shit where i'm doing like a you know what i'm saying in the during the week maybe work a weekend saturday type thing at a retail type gig mm-hmm. and then the rest of the week i'm coming in the pod and then my weekends is like work you know what i'm saying all come creative on. type work and this is this just just steps in the right direction man come on um it's beautiful and like i said i'm doing it with the team like with the geysers i meant to also tell you um my man's was telling me because he asked if we were having a videographer um i we might have a bag for migs too because okay. he said um you know they're willing to pay for his footage so okay. that way they have something too i like that I so, like that. you know um we could you know migs is doing the work on that yeah uh, we could we could set that up where it's like all right you know Migs this 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 year pay for that mm-hmm. I don't know what a fair price is for that what they're looking to pay but um yeah, I, my my go to I just throw out a number if it's too high or too low they'll they'll tell me yeah we'll negotiate um obviously you know they fronted us so I'm like you know we'll we'll, we'll work with what I told them we'll work with what they got mm-hmm. so um and like I said he's still looking out for us for other things with that too so so good relationship to have there and I'm like are we getting the team paid come on let's do this um yeah this shit feel good bro turn out the lights I'm, I'm looking, looking for. for yeah man um keeping it on music let's go I wanted to talk about uh algorithms mm. I've been using the that that TikTok method that, I mean the reels method that we um mm-hmm. to try to promo the pod and do this that and the third with the clips that shit don't work um, <laughs> I seen something where it was like, oh, Instagram has a new algorithm. Don't use hashtags. Also, when you don't post it to your feed and you use it, you, you just post it to reels, it exposes you to a different level of uh, engagement and new new people, this, that, and the third, because it only shows it to your followers. At this point, I feel like I'd rather have just posted it to my feed with some of the stuff because at least if it's showing it to my followers, it's showing that there's consistent engagement with, yes. with my audience. Yeah, because it's not. It, maybe it's the type of content we're doing, but it wasn't. That's something that we've been talking about <clears throat> over there. I listened to this too. We've so we've been posting consistently every day for like two weeks now, and right. it kind of just varies on what a, a good day looked like for us. Yeah, like some days we'll be when we started, it was like eight nine hundred. The more consistent we got, the more the videos fell off. It's like that shouldn't be how this should work. If I'm posting every day, right. the numbers should go up, but the numbers going down. And you know, we did. I did the method where they say, "Yo, don't post on, uh, don't post the video on the feed. Only post the reels." Right. That didn't work. Took hashtags out. I took hashtags out. I try to use keywords inside the thing. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think all that shit is bullshit. I think all that shit is baloney. To be honest, like I don't think these niggas really know what they're talking about anymore. No, I think everybody's guessing. I think at one point there was a mathematical equation to how to get this shit to work. Yeah. Because there probably was a set. <laughs> thing that that Instagram had I yeah. think now they have to push the button yeah um because often we like you said we will improve on consistency with uh posting with engagement like whereas literally the same people are coming in back to like you would think back back one time where it was like how how often is your audience coming back to see your stuff? Mm-hmm. We're consistently getting the same people to come back every single time, and, and and also bringing new people. But it's almost like there's hitting a threshold, and it's like as much as you know, we dance to the beat. There's no rhythm from the algorithm, mm-hmm. but there is one group of girls that seem to have figured it out. Mm. Um, Fly on a boss. Mm. I don't know. I think that's how you pronounce it. I believe so. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them, but there's been a huge discussion about them on social media. Um, these two two black girls yeah. making fun Nickelodeon type of rap. Really poppy music. Yeah, really poppy. The song that they got popular for is like a... Hello, Christ. Yeah, it's bubblegum pussy rap. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I Even think this one is pussy song. I'm going to play it here. This, this is it? I believe so. That, that beat sound like it. I'm a great fuck, right, but a better lover. Open carry pussy lethal like I'm Danny Glover. I might steal a bike. I'm let the first the suburbs. Got your daddy cuffed up like he undercover. Yeah. Crop top, low waist, tiny t 
titties in your face Drop top, big subs I'm like Nicki Super Bass Got your windows fogged up Cause I'm hot like Nelly I know what you want So get in my Get like me I ain't playing all this. I, I thought yeah. I thought the verse would have came in a little sooner. You know, it, it's right after that. Yeah. Hello, Christ. Yeah. Y'all, y'all yeah. probably know from there, from there. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they almost just came out of nowhere. I saw a TikTok, uh-huh. and I was like, interesting. Yeah. On TikTok, it works. It makes sense to me. Yes, that, that's a TikTok song. And it made its way to Twitter, where it was like the first tweet I saw was like, "Y'all not gonna gaslight me into thinking that this is good." I believe that was um, that was one of my 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 followers. I believe mm-hmm. Nelly Chillin. He tweeted that I retweeted. I'm like, I agree. Like you can't tell me this shit is good. Mm-hmm. It's not bad neither. It's though. not bad either. But it's not like good the way. By the way, that was the first time I heard a conversation about. It. I was like, why? This is the first person I ever seen talk about it. Like I seen on TikTok when I went when I saw it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Here's enough They had like I think uh, You know Like 12,000 videos Which is like Peewee numbers on the, For for big sound Right But they had like Big creators using the sound On TikTok I was like Okay that's Where is that coming from Yeah Yeah And it, it just seemed like Damn maybe they got it to work mm-hmm. Like the videos Were just very like Filmed gorilla style It looked like Alright I got a friend Who has a fish eye lens yeah. Like let's run through the joint And we'll do this. Instead of us like Doing like a transition, we'll just have you pop in right here, mm-hmm. and um, you know, let's do it like this, yada yada. Mm-hmm. It, creative, and it, it it's almost like um, it's like it comes off in a way where it's like, oh, I understand how this could have had an organic, mm-hmm. um, you know, explosion, but it was almost too big, too fast. Yes, because the conversation on Twitter just jumped to like the nth degree. It's like, how the fuck, like. It was, I saw it on my thing, but how is it here already? And why is there such a large discussion around it? And I'm like, I, you smell some. I smell, I smell plant. Mm. So I did some, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Okay. Like, maybe I'm hating. Cause I'm like, like I said, I started with, it was the rhythm ain't rhythm in for me. That's mm. what it started with me. And I'm like, how is it working for them? And maybe it doesn't start off as hate. Like I said, looking at how it is, it, it, I understand how that could have an organic interaction, but I did some research. Right. And one of the labels behind everything right now is involved in this. Mm-hmm. But so if you go to that song, right, you wish it's, 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 it's packaged and make it a double. This is a, a, a single with this two songs. That's a new thing that they do now on um with streaming a single can be up to three songs now yeah Yeah. that was actually always a thing back by the way when they sold cds and records you could put a single could be three songs that's that that was got it got it but they brought it back for streaming so yeah yeah i feel like most people didn't realize it because you know now it's in front of you as on 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 social your phone yeah i mean uh on on streaming um if you go to that song right away you see oh uh i don't even know how to pronounce this ben cullen music llc and atlantic (laughs) records I actually did a little bit of research about Vin Cullum, mm-hmm. and uh, July fifteenth, twenty twenty one, they became a joint venture with Atlanta Records. With Atlantic, right? Yes. And if you also, uh, that might be the same article. It says that um, they're also responsible for signing somebody else from TikTok. So it seems like yes. that's their focus is finding these TikTok people. So. When they signed, I don't know. Sometimes you can sign all of this stuff immediately. You know, is like distributed. Like yeah. you signed it. You signed it over when you signed the deal. There was an artist named uh, Arden Jones. He had a song called Roller Coaster that was big. Arden Jones. Have you heard that song before? Never heard it, but it seemed like it was on TikTok popping. Me, yeah, it sounds yeah. like the other side. Yeah, the, exactly. The this side of TikTok. Come on, that side. Um, I was playing in my palm for the audio yeah, listeners. Porter, yeah, the YT people. <laughs> um, so yeah, that and then uh, if you Google. Like, are they signed? A, a music group named Position Music Group pops up. Mm-hmm. So, this is another case of like, is the algorithm rhythming or was it payola? Did mm-hmm. somebody push the button? What do you think it is? I think somebody pushed the button. Mm. I think somebody pushed the button. And like I said, the conversation we were having earlier is like, once upon a time, yeah, there was a rhythm to it. It's like, if you follow this beat, if you follow these dance steps, you're going to be cha-cha sliding. Mm-hmm. There's no more like uniformity to like how to how to do these things. There's no one way to do it, and um, it it seems like it only work. Well, not only, it's they gotta push the button on you. Do you think for Fly on the Boss that it was too much, too fast? It was. That's what it is for me. 
if it was a slow grind, yeah. But it was like that type of content doesn't just make its way to Twitter for no reason. No, not as fast as it did. What's interesting is they posted the first time. Right. It was them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that was so interesting to me. I'm like, ah, I smell something here. Mm. And um, you know, shout out to them though, because the other music that they make, you know what I'm saying? They seem like nice girls, and the other music that they make seems fun. A lot of the music seems fun. Right. I, I think my biggest issue with it is not for adults. It's not. It's not for adults at all. Like, if you're over the age of 23, it's like, I don't think they're attempting to make music for you at all. Which sucks for them, because they seem like they're probably early 20s, like at least 21, 22. Yeah, they seem like, they seem like pretty young girls, though. They seem like they're college age still, very much. Right. Which uh, I think helps them. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like I, I talked about on Twitter a little bit, I think their biggest mistake and their biggest success right now is bringing it to Twitter. Right. Because while it did expose them to a whole new audience, it also gave them a bunch of haters. Early, yeah. So Too as early. they grow, because people are looking at them like established artists now. So the hate is there. Mm-hmm. And as they grow, I, I feel like that hate is going to grow with them. Yeah. But um, yeah, let your haters be your marketing team, as, as the, the great Wallow used to say. Come on, honestly. You know, in the internet day and age, like, it's only, I think the hate will fuel a loyal audience for them. Mm. It has. It might work. In, yeah, I think it's going to work in their favor. It has. There's people who are defending them with their whole hearts now. Right. Like, stand accounts. Stand accounts popping up and all that cool fly stuff, which I think is too fast for artists who we don't know. Like, it seems like they have a few songs out, but we don't. There's yeah. no there's there's no identifiable songs that we've heard so far. Right, right. Because how, 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 how does that audience grow with you? How does it? But, you know, we saw it happen for Little Nas X. Yeah. Little Nas X had no history. Of but that life. was a slow burn, though. Like, Old Town Road was a slow burn. Yeah, I think part of his uh, his, his standom comes from his uh, him being gay. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, I don't disagree that, with that. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see, we have yet to see. This may be a you know um, a June twenty twenty three conversation, and we might not ever talk about this again, ever. You or know? it could be you know somebody will stick around for a while. Yeah, that seems like something I noticed. It seems like the only new rappers who are broken nowadays are women rappers. Like that well, is interesting. I've, it's not like I haven't seen like, yeah, I haven't seen too many male rappers get get broken. Like, yeah, like you don't see them like, like coming to the scene and like have like immediate stardom almost. And, yeah, and the way it's happened for the ladies recently, where it's like, yeah, um, we spoke a little bit on listen to this about how Ice Spice has the opportunity to develop on mm-hmm. like in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. We don't see that. Where this la- that level of stardom for them, where they're developing for the for the male artists anymore. Um, why do you think that is? I think that the people has the people who've always been the main consumer of music are women, mm-hmm. and now they're finally represented by the artists. You think so? So that they're just taking to the people that they feel represented by. Like we talked about earlier. Well, to, y'all hear this tomorrow. We're, we're referencing podcasts and come out, but we talked about it. Uh, listen to this is identity politics they're seeing themselves in those people right but it's not I'm not saying that male artists aren't still having come ups like mm-hmm. Stroloni and Ken Carson are doing it but you see it taking more time like these guys have been mm-hmm. bubbling for two to three years now and now are coming to the point where we know their names like he, I think he was the last guy but he just did something so different where it was like it kind of made sense like it was such a like the here's a bell thing was like it was so different yeah um, I also don't think that he's developing the same way they are what do you mean by that? Um, like we we we've seen Ice Spice fail on stage, and people be like, "She's a new artist. Like y'all gotta let her grow." Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, do we? Yeah, do we? Yeah, she shouldn't be on that stage then. Yeah, that stage is too big for her. Yeah, it's um, too big for her. Go get her inside a lab first. Yeah, and I, I don't want to make this seem like I'm hating on the the, the women. No, um, we're not. Yeah, I just feel like it's there. There's something there, and I'll tell you why though. I think it's also. Just selling product. Mm, you there, there was a conversation that you, like you and E4 brought up, um, Sweetie. Yeah. And it's like, if you look at the Sweeties, you look at the Megs, it's like, all right, we could sell like Happy Meals based off of this. Like, yeah. Because they're, I don't think people are buying the music, but I think the product that they're able to sell with their likeness is, uh, is where the strong suit is about, and why they're like, put her in front of everybody now. Cause we're gonna do a um a fucking a collab with Dolls Kill. Yeah. We'll do a collab with Shein. 
we're gonna make the bag now while while she's hot. You know what I'm saying? Put her put her in some skims. That's and very interesting because I don't think male rappers get those same looks. I think it's because the like you like we said the when when it comes to women, um, I and this this happens for men too. Yeah. When when you are, like people want to be that celebrity. Yes. So when they see the ice spice, they see the you know the sweeties and stuff like that. It's like. I want to yeah. look like that. I want to be like that in a way that men aren't really allowed to. Mm-hmm. Like we we can't go buy a wig that's like or a, a certain like we could, I could we could dye our hair. Yeah, you know we could do certain things, but it's like she can go buy the skims. You know she could go replicate that whole look. And it's, it's a whole IG baddie starter kit that she could buy to yeah. to look like this shorty over here. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying oh this girl is living this soft life. Yeah, like, straight I, men it, don't have that same ability. Yeah, like um. Or not necessarily the same ability, but I think uh, like the people we try to emulate. There's certain like you, like you, you can look like uh, you know any rapper as much as you want to, but you gotta have a bag to match. Yeah. So it's like it's not an overnight thing. She could just look like the an IG baddie, like her favorite IG baddie, and then you yeah. know her life can actually change by emulating this person. That's a fact. So do you think that some of the women? Raps are easier to sell because in my head I'm thinking like even though like a lot their raps are just as vulgar as the male raps i think that it's easier to sell pussy raps as feminism than uh a nigga talk about killing somebody as you know black power or whatever like that's more marketable to a company like mcdonald's mm-hmm. like sweetie biggest song is fucking trick off on me nigga and that's feminism and as you can sell that but you can't tell destroy lonely being depressed and sad i think it's fun and I think that's why it is it's easier to sell. Yeah. I've told you plenty of times, like, I like a lot of that music for, like, certain certain areas. Like, yo, this is fun. I want, like, the girls enjoy this. Like, I love the vibe that this, that happens in the room when the girls hear the song. So that, that, That's me with a lot of music nowadays. I mean, I personally like it, but if it gets played and other people like it, I'm just like, it is what it is. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't I don't hate it, per se. There's certain songs that come on, like, I fucking hate that song. But, um, yeah, I think... Was the original question like? Do you think it's easier to? Uh, yeah. Do you think it's easier to sell those artists as as a, as a finished product? Like somebody, like Ice Spice, who you know she she had. I think she did a Sprite commercial not so long ago. Yeah. You you know what it is too. You can also package that and sell it to white women. Mm. Like uh, just that whole female empowerment idea that comes with pussy rap type stuff. Like yeah. it could be packaged and sold to white women. That's why a lot of those you can't you can't market drill. Yeah. Like on a mainstream level, you can't market drill, but you can definitely um, package like yeah. sexuality. These these niggas need to stop being so violent. Start talking about eating pussy. Honestly, take it from Lil Wayne. Come on, Wayne was the best. He had so many bars about eating pussy in the 2010s. Yeah. 2010s, don't ask nigga. We had so many bars about yeah. eating pussy back then. Like Munch is like, look what it did Come for me. Listen, hey, niggas need to lean into the Munch, bro. Niggas need lean to lean into yeah. the Munch. Yeah. yeah, we because they go and eat pussy. Tyler, Tyler also did it. By the way, he did. She can wrap my face. face I don't want nothing in return. Come on, bro. I ain't gonna lie. He stole that. That's my vibe too. That's my vibe. I sent that to Miami. Like, come on. No, he was talking about me. I like. I, you know what I'm saying he was talking for me. You know, my Riz was for a while in DMs. What's that? She posted a pic, and I'll send her the cherry emoji. Word. That was some good Riz I had for a minute. Right. She sent her the cherry emoji. She said, "What that mean?" <laughs> Have a seat. Have a seat, sweetie. You gotta send her a picture of your face that, like next, like <laughs> <laughs> a selfie. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, nah. That is a thorough joint. I'm definitely like fresh cut selfie. You send her the selfie, yeah, with the cherry emoji. That's it. Come on, nah, that's a good joint. But you can't. It gotta be somebody you regularly send fresh cut joints. So you can't just do that off rip. No, it gotta be or somebody you got rhythm with. Yeah, definitely rhythm, definitely rhythm. Yeah, no, that might get you get you where you gotta go. It might get you there because if it's, she give you rhythm, you got the fresh cut. You send it to her with the chair. What's Come that on. chair? Come on, stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. Because now it's like, all right, I'm walking you into it. You understand? You, Come you, on, you, you know exactly. You know what I'm saying? saying? You did. You, you know what I'm saying? You get it? You get it? <laughs> yeah, you dig. You dig. You dig. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> Fred, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um. Yes. Gonna. Yes. Thug. Mm. We are what. Two weeks out from um, two weeks after Gunna, one week after Thug. thug. Mm-hmm. Um, that's enough time for us all to sit with the music. Yes, I hated Young Thug's album on the first listen. Yes, I rode in the car with E4, and I heard this beat that was the worst beat I could ever. Like, what was that? It's the second song on Thug's version. I like that beat. 
Somebody else I played it for also liked it. And I was looking at them like, I think it's fun. Is it me? No, not most people hate it. I think it's fun. Okay. Now my one thing for Thug's album, I think there's good songs on there that aren't like they aren't arranged properly. Mm -hmm. I think Jonesboro should have been the first song because mm. that's the only song that sounds like he's addressing what happened with mm. with Main Man and everything. Mm. I think if that came out first, that was how I was introduced to the album. It would have changed my opinion on a lot of stuff because he's rapping on that John. It just sounds like like pain and mm. triumph as well. Like like I'm I'm in a situation but I I'm a I'm gonna get through it type thing. Like you should have started with that. But the conversation right now is whose album is better between Gunna and Thug. It's Gunna. You a lot of y'all is fighting it. Like, oh Thug put out but Thug put his album out from jail. It's old music. He put it out though and he didn't have to. Yeah. And we all know whether whether or not it's, you know, no one's spoken on the situation between him and 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 and, and Gunna yet on like at least from front like we haven't heard from Thug. But we do know that that album was to spite the other yeah. one. If not to spite to ride the coattails. I think E4 told me a while ago that Gunna was remorseful. You say he was remorseful? Yeah, on his album, if you listen to Gunna's album, you hear him being like He said he was tricked. Yeah, like I didn't know which papers I signed. I I don't know, you know, they got me. I fuck with Thug. And then Gunna was posting Young Thug's QR code. Right. Yeah. Like trying to support Young Thug's album. And I yeah. slightly understand that. I feel like legal teams are like, listen, this what you you you're not gonna have to take the stand against him. Mm -hmm. But didn't he agree that he would or something like that? If it, I think he doesn't he have to or something like that. We don't know. I'm no lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not sure. Um, but um, I understand the idea of like I didn't really know what I was getting into, but I needed to go home. Like I'm in here going through withdrawal, um, from the lean all that shit. Uh, and I don't have nothing to do with this part of the business. Mm. Yeah, I have some idea of what was going on and the people I'm dealing with, but everybody know the same shit that I know. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, everybody know the same shit. Baby know that shit. Everybody Baby know, know that what I'm... Shit. That nigga wasn't going to sit in there neither. Facts. Like, come on, let's keep it a bean. And I, I, I understand, but regardless, that, that, um, that thug album was DDG. Doodoo garbage. It was doodoo garbage. Can I be honest? <laughs> what what you gonna say? I enjoyed that thug album more. Mm. But that's my personal preference. I don't like that gunner shit. That shit is just that shit rinse and repeat to me. It is a little bit rinse and repeat. It's, it's too music. monotone. It's too it's too just it's too whatever. Yeah. That's it's just too whatever. That's that's the thing about gunner for me it's personally. It's not polarizing enough. It's it's not yeah, it don't it don't move me. Yeah, it don't move me at all. Yeah, it's, it's very much it's in the middle. It's bad bitch music. It's like music that bad bitch. Women don't have good music taste for the most part. Mm. It's just bad bitch. Turn it on, I drive, and I sing the, sing the words, and it's nice melody. It, it don't move me at all. That gun, say what you want about that Thug album. There's songs on there that move you. Mm. Like, even, even the fact that you have a strong opinion about a song because you hate the beat that much, mm -hmm. it, it moved the it needle. It moved the needle, yeah. It moved the needle. Like I, I definitely understand that point. I feel like um, that... That thug, I mean, that Gunna album was like, if I had to compare it to an NBA superstar, I would say it was Kyle Lowry. Yeah, it's consistent. It's good. Yeah, it's you Kyle won Lowry. on your team, but mm -hmm. he not you not you not about to you not about to win. But that, I think the thug album was. If, sorry to keep sorry to cut you up, but I think the thug album was like, I think it's like J.R. Smith. It's like he might. Smith. I was going to say James Harden a little bit, I, and that makes okay. it to me. I feel like it sounds like. The when I say Kyle Lowry and when I say James Harden, I say James Harden in the sense that the songs that are good are phenomenal, mm -hmm. but the ones that are bad are horrible. Yeah, I was thinking and the James same Harden thing. has no rings. I was thinking the same thing. Kyle Lowry has a ring. That's how I'm looking at it. It's, it's, okay. it's that that's that's the, the the analogy I'm giving for it. Okay, it's glitz and glam on the Thug album. It's like yeah, but it's duty. It's DDG overall. It's like it's not really the songs that are good are great. Yeah, the ones that are bad are horrible. I listen. I think I think that comes down to personal preference. I, I mean, to me personally, music is like in a worse space. But I do think that Thug album, I think, it was just a more enjoyable listening experience. So I listened to it. I didn't hear it in the car before. I was by myself. Mm -hmm. He played it for me the first time in the car. I went home and listened to myself, and I thought like, oh, this isn't like I didn't get why everybody was so mad at it. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I, I'm not. I've never been the biggest Thug fan. I don't think I ever listened to a Thug album front to back before, but. 
I was just like, I was like, this sounds like, this sounds good to me. The songs here don't vibe my hair too. When I played, when I heard that Gunna, Gunna album, like, I remember, I meet me, before was in the car, E4 was like, yo, he's saying a lot of words on this song. Like, mm-hmm. that was his compliment. Mm-hmm. I was like, this shit, this shit don't move the needle, gang. This shit is just a bunch of, a bunch, a bunch of vibes. And I, th- and, and I think to progress this conversation a little bit further, if you allow me to, I think that music is too much vibe and not enough needle moving. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can agree with you on that too. I think it's a lot of like people trying to follow that formula for the for the trying to you know trying to get them to press that button on them. Yeah, because you know, yeah, it's definitely a lot of like it's not enough experimentation. I think yeah. the experimentation in music happened between. 2015 and 2018 and, we and niggas have not tried nothing new since then <laughs> we stopped it's been five years since we got like a new vibe that the like, last thing we tried to get something new was that ye shit and then they then he stopped that ain't new though that ain't new it was it was a whole lot of red inspired a little yeah. bit but but that was new and then ye took it a little further and then nobody's trying to take it to the next level of that it's just been okay. Let's just do this now. Right. It's just a new sound. That's I'm nervous for the Pink album because it's like I, I'm. I don't want to hear the piece of shit. To be honest. Yeah. It's. I'm, what are we about to get? Like as of right now, it'll be it'll be out. We all hear this. Y'all tell us if it's if it's good or not. But. Right. I have. By the time you hear this, I have. I, like I might have listened to it by then, but as of right now, we haven't heard it. Um. But, but let's talk about that for a little bit. 28, 28 songs. It's twenty six with two two bonuses. Twenty eight. Right. Is that how do you, how do you feel about that number? That's Uzi. But you know, I will say this: mm-hmm. if somebody's going to experiment, it's going to be Uzi. I don't disagree. I think it's going to be a lot of samesies, but he will give you one something that's a little different. I think with the um, his last album, we definitely got to like we always get a little bit of something with Uzi. He's going to push. He's going to push it a little bit. Um, I think he's going to try to rap for us a little bit. I just hope it's good. I think that I think that there was a point in time. Like the perfect love tape, mm-hmm. love is rage. All that shit was like perfect length albums. Like it was 10, 12, 13 songs. Like I agree. It left you wanting more. Mm-hmm. And now this, this new wave of Uzi is just like, I'm going to give you everything. The mm-hmm. funny thing is, we know he's going to come back and give us 15 more on Deluxe. Yeah. But it's been a, it's been about three years since we got an Uzi tape. That was, that was happening last time, too. Yeah. Last time he gave us I, 40, was it 60 songs? I Uzi might be like one of the few people who gives us like, a decent break between albums and still gives us music the way like artists used to back in the day. Yeah, no, Drake like, does it. Drake just gave us like four albums in the last two years. No, I'm just, no before the forties new era Drake, where he's dropping consistently. Yeah, I'm Dude. talking about new people though. Okay, Drake sure. is from that class of people who okay. who space out albums. It's like I'm gonna let this breathe. I'm gonna do some features. Yeah, drop a couple singles here and there. Uzi's in, is from that microwave era. Mm. Um, him and it's, Cardi are probably the only people that like. I'm not giving you another. Is this era still right microwave? I think the microwave era died. You don't think this is microwave anymore? No, that that died like that died with Future. Future was the last microwave artist. Nobody's like going back to back albums no more. Because mm-hmm. everybody, because I think there's a point albums in, are people are going away from albums. But TikTok is like I'm giving you one song. Exactly. I'm not putting out a debut album. It was a point in time where before streaming was everything. We everybody's giving you a bunch of projects. Right, just right before. Uh, Mixtapes dot yeah, and we still have mixtapes websites, but we still kind of get mixtapes. They just disguise them as debut albums. Like if you look at it with the girl artists, it's like like Koi's on like her th- yeah, she's on like her third album too. Where it's like yeah, they keep giving us these fake debut type shits. Yeah, like um yeah, because Koi, what was her album before this one? Because she got one called Koi coming out. Yeah, and I think she dropped one not too long before then, right? Yeah, I believe she have three out. Yeah, she should have like a lot of the girls are on like their third or fourth, and it's like. We're gonna keep giving them to you. It's like two debuts type shit. Like it was a uh, what was it? Now or never was one, mm-hmm. I believe. Make sure this album now this I mean this was six songs. I wanna count that as an album. That's an EP. So I'm not gonna count that one. So I think it's just that, right? I see it too, like Yeet is also on his like third album too. Oh, Trendsetter as well. Yeah, Trendsetter. Trendsetter was twenty, right? Because that, that's album. That was what you was gonna say. E four. Yeah. yeah, Trendsetter was Trendsetter 20. was the one, and then Koi's coming right after that. Yeah, Yeet is also another artist that's like Yeet is on like his third or fourth album right now. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's that's Yeet though. Yeah, but I'm saying they're still microwaving him. They are still microwaving him. I, but it's th- third or fourth, he's been out for three years now. So every six months ain't bad. Every yeah. six months, especially when a lot of these niggas like, but this is this is Trinidad came out what two years ago, twenty twenty one, I believe. 
Nah, uh, two years. Twenty one. Tw- tw- I mean, um, twenty twenty. It was. It was. No, was twenty twenty two. I'm sorry. Yep. It was. It was twenty two. Was last year. So this one, like, so album year ain't bad. Then he's giving you like two a year. That ain't bad. But he, I don't think he is like. I think he is still like a mixtape rapper in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, he ain't really give you albums. He just like we get, here go a mixtape. He just yeah. put them out for streaming, and here go mix it every six months. Got it. Well, yeah. Uzi is like he's giving you here go three year break in between albums, but when mm-hmm. I come back, I'm gonna give you 28 songs, and I think that's just you know. One thing I wanted to say about yeah. albums, I think what differentiates, I think an album now versus like mixtapes, mm-hmm. is that the albums, the name of the albums are announced way ahead of time, mm-hmm. and then you build the hype. Like for example, Pink Tape, we knew that that was the name of the album for like. Two, two years, years now. Yeah, I think that's what makes it an album. Did we? I, didn't, I didn't know that. To be yeah, honest. he announced it a long time ago, and the same yeah. thing with Eternal Will Take. Yeah, like yeah. we had that cover with the. Um, it changed from something before Eternal Will Take. Yeah, and then um, the, the 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 album cover did morph around a little bit. Uzi's one of the people that's that does that well. The album rollout. Yeah. Um, but that is what di- differentiates, like Jack Harlow, for example. He just dropped that 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 shit, like. The style of it is mixtape-ish. Called it that shit. I think it was a great album. No, I, just, I wasn't saying that shit in like like it was a little piece of shit, but yeah. it just was like the, the joint he just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think is going to have like the first, like, I ain't even going to ask that question. I think for the dogs is going to be, for all, for all the dogs is going to be the uh, the, so, the album this year for 2023. Because we, we haven't really had one yet. Gunna's probably the closest to it. Uh, for some people, for me, for me, my, my go-to has been Jack Harlow's album. I've been going back to the album at least once a week. You been listening to that? I go back to it all the time. Interesting. I'm not I'm not a big Jack Harlow fan. I wasn't either. But I like mm-hmm. I like the way he's rapping on it. I like, I like niggas who made me feel shit. And Jack made me feel something on that album. Mm-hmm. I think he showed a wide range of emotions of like feeling like remorse for... Not, it was like kind of embarrassment of putting out the last album and feeling like he had something to prove on this album. Like, like this is really the type of artist I would like to be. Yes, but the last one I had blew up so big, the label made me put out the pop rap one. And this is like me showing you my roots. I want to. It was like embarrassment for the last one. I want to show you how good I am. You think that's how Doja Cat feels? I th- I think I think exactly how Doja Cat feels. I like that Doja Cat record too. That shit's on repeat for me too, because mm-hmm. she is somebody who I think always been super creative and always been like. A rap fan, you could tell. Right. But then she made, you know, she started making pop music, which got her big, got her back. She, she did pop tours. Mm-hmm. But you could tell she wants to rap again, which, listen, is she, like I said, I tweeted this, is she gonna rap like how she did on that record? Mm-hmm. She can keep fucking all the white men she want. I don't care. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, if your art, your art can precede your, your interracial relations, I ain't gonna lie. That's a fact. Jordan Peele, uh, <laughs> Donald uh-huh. Glover. Come like, on. Come on. If you dad you can fuck about- as many white people as you want to if the art is that good. It Doja was a- Cat, Listen. keep rapping like that. I'm going to bring the white men to you. You going to bring the white men to her? Yeah. Like, hey, um, sweetheart, here go Chevy Chase. Right. <laughs> this is a, you know how credit card companies give you like a pre-approved card? Yeah. Like, we giving her pre-approved white men. <laughs> like, <laughs> she no, won't. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, credit. She will fuck the new Superman next? Yeah. I'll, I'll get them for you. You were pre-approved for this white man. <laughs> Like yeah, no. Nah. You going Calvin? You want Calvin Harris? You can have him. Right. Is he white? Yeah. Henry Cavill? No. 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 The fucking new Superman. Oh, the, it's a new suit. Oh, they did cast. Yeah, a new they guy. used to cast a new Superman. Is Calvin Harris white, by the way. Calvin Harris is a DJ. Is uh, he white? Yeah, he's white. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, they did cast a new Superman. Yeah, but she also like like she she definitely we we definitely have to pre-approve them because she's like. She fucking like an off-brand Rory, the great value Rory. Did you see that white man? Yeah, yo, he was rapping. You see, you seen the video of him rapping? He's a rapper. Yes. Is he bad? He wasn't bad. No, it was just like fast white rap. Okay. I've never seen a bad white rapper to be honest. Ain't many too many bad white rappers. That might be true, bro. If you, if you, if, if you're in the public eye, like if you made it that far, you yeah, probably have some skill. You're probably very good at rapping because mm-hmm. it's like you know what I'm saying. You compensating for your lack of melanin with your lyrical ability. Yeah. Yeah. So no, look, y'all have a little bit of rhythm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of white men. Yes. Um, Adam twenty two. Okay. Um, we ain't talk about this on purpose. I wanted to say I'm gonna say this one for you. <laughs> no, I just wanted to see how y'all felt about this nigga being a cuck. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't bother you at all. He's not a cuck to me. I feel like that's cuckolding. Ah, uh, he's not a cuck to me. I feel like cucking is like. You are enjoying watching your wife get fucked. I get that. I get that. He's not enjoying it. I don't think he's just like it's a business decision. Mm-hmm. And look, I mean, they've been doing porn together for 
four or five years now. I've never watched Adam Twenty Two Vlogs back in the day. Right. So they've been doing this shit for a minute now, and she's only ever fucked him. And you know what? I feel like I'm only taking that stance because of like groupthink, right? Yeah. Because if Adam Twenty Two was a porn star first, this would make total sense to all. Yes. Of us. Um, it's the fact that he's Adam Twenty Two, and most of us don't like him. Yeah, I don't know why people don't like Adam. I don't really understand either. He's Scorpio. He just blunt and honest, and he can be asshole sometimes. I get him. It's honestly just a white man in the culture. It's one of those things. Yeah, you know, white people in black media um, dictating our narratives. But the problem with that philosophy is that we have narratives for them to dictate. Yeah, that, I, but like I, niggas Adam be doing 20, fuck shit. Adam Twenty Two is a is a fixture in hip hop. He has the XXX and Tashi on video uh, interview. He has the one. Mm-hmm. There isn't There's like He was on academic stream A few times But he has the Sit down interview Right With a legendary artist From an era of hip hop And you Who's know that now it, Us being the people That were growing up During that time I mean still growing up But yeah. growing up During that time Of like SoundCloud rap Adam 22 was the only Nigga talking to these people He was the It was him and Act Right There was the, So you know A lot of people Were looking at it like Oh you know Fuck Adam Fuck Act Yo these niggas Put a lot of people on By talking about The things yes. that was going on Yes. Because nobody was covering this stuff. So it's like, yeah, you know, there's some fuck shit that they do, but all media, there's fuck shit that come with media. Yes. And these stories are going to be told one way or another. Regardless um, black or white, somebody's going to tell them. Exactly. So it's like, you can't really be mad at... And these niggas are doing fuck shit to be talked about. Yeah, just tell the niggas to stop being fuckity fuckheads. Yeah. That's it. You really can't be mad at him for being dickheads. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Adam Twenty Two is being cuckolded. I think that if anything, they made a smart business decision. And I'm, it's the same situation with the girls. You know, let your haters be your mar- your marketing team. Because yeah. now, now people are going to go see who his wife is fucking. They're going to pay to watch the video, all of that shit. On. Like it's only going to run it up, and they're going to get paid off of it. Come on. First of all, she's fucking an already famous black porn star. Right. She's fucking a famous one already. Mm-hmm. And. The video got like I think like six million impressions and shit like that. And it's yeah. not like Adam not fucking other people too. They Adam, fuck other women. He's only been he's only been having threesomes with with his with his wife and other women for four years now. Right. Like give her give her a bone, buddy. Like, yeah. And also like the good for it's it's to me it's great marketing. Mm-hmm. He she's only she's you only have ever seen her on camera fuck his dick. Forever has been black men one for sure. Some niggas out there who love that Linda DePaul, mm-hmm. Linda DePaul, Linda the plug milk, mm-hmm. and wanted to see their their flesh right re- represented, and now they're gonna get it, and it's gonna make millions of dollars. They're gonna make millions of dollars off this video, millions, yeah. mm-hmm. millions. And I hope they do it the same way they've always done all their content with porn stars: is sit down, have the podcast, and then fuck, and then fuck, yeah. Which is one of the greatest ideas ever in podcasting history, right? Right, nigga be talking shit about Adam, but he's he's he's, he's pushing the needle. He got Crip Mac on there. Come on, he's he's a he's a he's a culture mover, neither culture mover, culture pusher, needle mover. Yeah, regardless how you feel, about, I, I I like people like that though. To be honest, like mm-hmm. I like the academics, I like the Joe Buttons, I like the Adam Twenty Twos because those people you may hate them, but you have to g- respect what they do. They give y'all talking points, right? Right. They give y'all shit to debate on Twitter. Right. You're not supposed to. They're not doing something right if you agree with everything they say. Come on. I think that's something that they've come be grown comfortable and it's like fuck it. I guess it's doing numbers. Then come like, on. Hated to love it is doing numbers. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that I gotta learn as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta stand. You gotta pick a side of the fence. Yeah. And stand on it. And um, that's something I was taught when I taught the boss talk. I told him you gotta have the opinion. Yeah. Having an opinion ain't enough. You gotta have the opinion. Right. Like even if it ain't the one that everybody run with, but you gotta stand firm in yours. Like it can't just be like right. group thing that like we talk about. We I think it's an episode because it should be called group thing because I think a lot of what we talked about is fall under group thing and how the masses have been thinking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it's like no, nah, you just think for yourself and come to your own conclusion about shit. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Like um, the Zion Williamson thing, for example. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't really have too much of an opinion on it besides like. I see myself in that mistake. Tell me more about it. If I'm 22, 23, I'm making the most money I ever had. And mm-hmm. I'm coming from small town, whatever. And, you know, aside from the little... Mind you, we thought this nigga was a milkman. I mean, he probably was. He definitely yeah, was getting he was a milkman. Definitely milkman. Like, you getting exposed to, like, your favorite porn star. Like, you have access to your favorite porn stars. 
how do you not drop a bag on your favorite porn star and accidentally get her pregnant? He's living his life to the fullest. By not fucking that bitch. That bitch submit. She is submit. Would I fuck her? No. no. Would I fuck her? No. Would I get a porn star pregnant? Yes. Which one? Um, Jasmine Banks. Jasmine Banks. Yeah. And yeah. she gave him no. Would I? Would I? Would I be paying Jada Fire to fuck? Yes. But I probably wouldn't. I want. I wouldn't want to get her fired. Jasmine Banks. Um, Charlie B Hustle. Yeah, those are all like, damn, I fucked up. But you know, like sometimes you fuck up. Yeah, like sometimes you fuck up. But yeah, those two, I need those. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I couldn't see myself getting a porn star pregnant per se. No, I just don't think, I don't think I would want to fuck a porn star, like realistically. Mm. Like I think it sounds fun, but like I seen you took dates way bigger than mine's. Yeah, like like I was trying to explain that to my girl. I was like, yeah, this is my favorite porn star. She was like, kind of taken aback by that. And I'm like, why? I'm not thinking of her in that way per se. Like it's like wrestling to me. Right. Like I'm not like. It's entertainment. I'm not looking at this as like what my life is about to be like type shit. Like I want to start a family with her. Even though I did just say like I would accidentally get them pregnant. Yes. I would be, accidentally get them pregnant through fucking them. But I'm not looking at them in a romantic way. Like yo, mm. I would date this person and like see myself with them, yada, yada. Like, but I definitely could see myself getting them pregnant. Could you really? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Like in the, in the way that Zion did where it's like, you know, we've been fucking, we've been, you know, this, that, and that. They're like, <laughs> If you was fucking her as much and as good, good quote unquote, as she was saying, they was having sex. Like you're bound to have a pregnancy scare. I don't think Zion. I don't think Zion got that bitch pregnant. I think Zion was using condoms. That bitch keep it being. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. He was investing too much in that. He was investing too much money in that pussy, not to for that pussy to go out of commission for nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Niggas getting that bitch like a hundred thousand dollars a month. He was wearing. He's wrapping it up. At least pulling out. Yeah. He was. He said, "I can't risk you being out of commission." That was his favorite slut. Yeah, she was definitely getting it done. Come on, bro. Don't you hate when your favorite whore get a boyfriend? And my thing was like in her rants, how she was like, she she felt like she was holding him down. Every conversation they had was strictly like, like, nah, I'm coming through the coming through the fuck type shit. Yeah. And you know what's funny about it? Right. She's like, you told me you love you. You, you told me you love you. Uh, you love me, Zion Williamson. Da-da-da, like all of that stuff in the text. Yeah. And the text would be like. Hey, yes, I love I love your pretty pussy. Right. You want $40,000 to come to New Orleans this weekend? <laughs> yeah. And then when he would text her on some like, hey, I, is there a way we could like, I would like to be a little bit more than this where it's not so transactional. Right. She was like egging them texts. Right. He was trying to get, get a, a real relationship with you and yeah. you kept it transactional. Mm-hmm. Now the nigga got a baby. And, and, and the, the shoe done turn is like, oh, I thought you loved me. Da, 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 da. And you you getting his face tatted type shit. She, did, she didn't get that nigga face tatted. She, she just she just mad that she to be determined. You do think she did? It's possible. She's insane. She's lying on Instagram on, on, on IG now. By the way, this funny thing is, yeah, I thought when she got bit for Twitter, I would never talk about this bitch again. And now, people are taking her Instagram stories and putting them on Twitter. Mm. Why? Well, I, I I want better for Zion. I want Zion to, to kill this bitch. Actually, Zion, yeah. if you give me a hundred k, I'll do it. Honey, I'll listen. I'll get the wet work done. Yeah, I gonna uh, kill that bitch. That's an easy jump. Just like silicone in her ass. No, I'm shooting her in the face. Bitch. I'm shooting her face and it's in his eye on the She's going to die slowly through like a silicone joint. You just put it in the ass and then uh, like, no, she's going to think she died of a bad ass shot. She she deserves a gruesome death. <laughs> sorry. No, I'll push that bitch down the steps. <laughs> she's going to bounce like a ball. Yeah, she might survive that one. <laughs> she got yeah. her chest. Her, her titties come way too high in her chest. Yeah. Speaking of fucking BBLs and shit. Um, yeah. I, me and me and E4 talked last week about generational asses. Okay. And um I said that uh I said that Ari had the the LeBron of uh of 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 asses. Mm-hmm. But she's not the she's she's not the GOAT IG baddie. Okay. Um we're living in a world now of young grandparents. Mm. Um this particular person is the LeBron James of the IG baddies. All right, is is this name start with a B? This name starts with a B. Let's go. Bernice Burgos is the LeBron James of IG baddies. She is. And the same like the same way we are seeing LeBron play in his 20th year. Yeah. Somehow some way she in her 20th Bernice year. Bernice Burgos is in her 20th year of IG baddieism. 
Bro, she she is literally she's literally the LeBron of Instagram ready. She getting to play. She's she is about to play with her brawny. <laughs> she's about to she's she's about no to play Come a, a a home game with her brawny James. <laughs> Bernice Burgos is hosting is co-hosting an event with her daughter. With her daughter, two just two bad As bitches. Tag team IG baddies of the world. Mommy daughter, bad bad bitch. I've never seen nothing like that, and this is a grandma. Yeah, Bernice looking that good still when she got a daughter that's like our age is when crazy. When she got like a seven year old grandchild. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's generational talent. That's generational talent, bro. The Bronny, the Bron and Bronny James of IG baddies. I think that is fucking. You know, kudos to them. Yeah, kudos, kudos to them. She's from uh, the Bronx too. She from the Bronx. Yeah, they doing something in, uh, to the water in the Bronx. They bro. doing something. Did you know Dre Michelle was thirty eight? Dre Michelle. Her still being in her thirties is actually a bit of a surprise to me. Really? Yeah, I thought like she'd be like forty-one by now. Amber Rose is thirty-nine. How old is Drake? Drake is thirty-six. He's only thirty-six. I believe so. That nigga's still pretty young. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm not. If I make sure I'm right. We be basketball aging him too. Yeah, I thought Drake 36. might be like, wow. Yeah, Drake. Drake is still young. Drake mad young. By the way, we just sold another one. You said what? By the way, I said by oh, the we way, just we sold just, another one. Just sold. Another one. Well, it sold out when they hear this. It sold out when you heard this, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck nigga. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This is uh, 2010s is one of my is this party about is one of my uh, proudest moments as a person so far. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why, why you? Why you think? Why you feel that? I think that this was like, you know, there's a point in time in my life where I thought that. <clears throat> I had to collaborate with people to get shit like this done. Mm -hmm. I had to go outside of like, you know, home team. Mm -hmm. But this is all us. Like this was in house built. In house, right? In house built. Like this mm -hmm. is this is us. The only person that ain't in house is our DJ. And I and he. I asked him to pull up to come talk, and he set up, came up to chat with us. Right. And this yeah. is all based off our network too. This isn't like. Cause you already had a relationship with DJ. I already had, I already knew him. We was fans, we yeah. homies. Same thing with the venue. Like, Same thing. Most of the stuff is like, like you said, it's in house. It wasn't like, yo, we're trying to build new this that, and yeah. the third. Like, my man that owned the venue, I know him. That's love already. That's my dog. Right. DJ, like you said, those are the only two variables from this that haven't come from within. Our host. P Potty Mouth Network. Us. Videographer. Potty Us. Mouth Network. Um the the back of house team, Potty Us. Mouth Network. Me like, and you. Right. Come on. Like we went down to that meeting and I mean and putting this thing together for three months now. Right. Like, this is a proud moment for me too, because like I don't be seeing a lot of shit through. I know. And we 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 walked through this and I feel like I carried my weight in this. You did, you did, you um, did. That's one I am very proud of you because it was a ceremony I'm like, yo, Ken, let's let's do it, let's do it. But you did it. Yeah, you did it. Sometimes, some that, that's the thing about doing like you know, y'all know Cam, my best friend. Sometimes, well, some some of y'all may not know. Maybe some new listeners came in this week. Mm -hmm. For for y'all who don't know, Cam's my best friend. We've been friends since before Six I did, come on before I dick on my hair, hair on my dick. Right, dick on my hair, <laughs> dick on my hair. How much hair do you have that is dick on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's been my best friend for a long time. And his thing about doing uh, business with friends is sometimes it get murky. Yeah, right. Sometimes it get a little muddy because we all, I talk about the idea of like homie work. Right, where like your homie don't really do. The job he's supposed to do because that's your, your homie. homie, right? He like, no, nah, I can my, take it easy. Like, that's my man type shit, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like with this particular venture, it was always like, let's get this done because I think you and I both see what this could be, right? This is like, you know, the, w let's talk about somebody that influenced us a bunch. You know, Rory from the Joe Budden podcast. Mm -hmm. Before we were from 21, the Rory Mall podcast, from the Rory Mall podcast. Now, excuse me. Uh, before we were 21 He had a party Duce Palooza And before that Was Henny Palooza Which was a traveling party We did travel across the country And just do parties Right And I, was, I wasn't I was old enough To go when it was just going But I always thought It was the flyest idea mm -hmm. I always thought It was like the coolest shit Them niggas just go out And to, party And, and, they, party, get and party. they get paid to party All because they created A space where people Want to do that at. Right And I always thought like That could be me Right, like I, what, that could be something I do, mm. and now taking this first step to do it, we're like, you know, I've been hosting OVO for a while now, but this is us. Like, this ain't somebody brought me in to host. This is like, right, 
from ground up. And that's why, like, you know, every time I, every time we sold a ticket, I'm like, guys, we sold another ticket. We sold another ticket because that, that shit, that shit means something to me. This shit means something to me, man. You know what I'm so, yeah, so. I feel like, um, and then like the inception of it, you know, we thought of something as a completely original idea. Plus, yeah. I was at I was in the office at Kings mm-hmm. on the phone with you, and you was like, we was like, yo, what should what should be idea? He said, 2010s. He's right. like, that's it's not nostalgia yet, but it's gonna be nostalgia. Just hop on it. Right. Then we came came, we came with the name. I think you, I think it was you that said just drinking, drinking my, cup. my cup because it the the original idea was like to you actually came up with the 2010s idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, you know, the original, the original thing was like, I was like, let's, we could do like a 2000s R&B, cause I love the R&B night type yeah. vibe. Um, and you was like, I don't want 90s, 2000s R&B, that don't do it for me. Like, yeah. I want 2010s and I'm like, well, why don't we, you know, why don't we make it a 2010s yeah. party? Yeah. That's when we like, yeah, that hasn't been done before. Yeah. And it's like, with, with. And we had previously had a conversation about the song "Drinking My, My Cup, Cup" being just like timeless, before his time, da da da. Mm-hmm. But we was like, that's the song that defines that era. Yeah. So we could, we didn't really have no names, and it was like, well, why don't we just call it this? Drink, drinking My Cup. And it's funny because we haven't even gotten to the point where we use that song much in our promotion of it. Yeah. I think that's something we should do with it when we get our footage. Yeah. We should use that as like for the, sure. But um. I, I honestly I see this nigga next summer we got Kirk Cobain's on stage performing it. Exactly. That's what I see. We had to fucking film more. Kirk Cobain's is on stage doing drinking my cup. Give us a right. Song. Oh yeah. Come on. Like cause I'm I'm telling y'all the twenties is nostalgia is only gonna grow. Right. Like there's there nobody else is doing this. Right. This is I, I always talk about moving a needle. Right. This is needle moving. Right. And this I think I think one of the things that we did with this, we because it was something we we were conflicted about, was like having people dressed to the theme, mm-hmm. and it was like, nah, we got an original idea here. Yeah, if we don't go all the way, somebody somebody's going to take it and do it better. <laughs> exactly. So even though we haven't stepped, uh, I don't know how many people are going to dress to the theme. We're going to dress to it, set the tone for it, mm. and um, like I said, we're going to get our video, our footage, so that way the next time it's like, yo. It's one of them. Because even with 2000s parties, like, a lot of times people don't really want to dress to the theme because they nervous that nobody else is going to come. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be the only one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we, we got to set the tone. Yeah. It's only going to get bigger and better. And before we know it, we're going to have a bigger venue for it. And everybody going to be dressed in, in tacky colored jeans with the, with the um, squirrel tail. I mean, the rabbit tail. Come Jones on. on belt. Coming off the side. The rhinestone belts with Sponge the. Spongebob boot bags on. Come on, bro. With the glasses, with the lines in them. Shit, I might. Snapback. Nigga, I might go to the, to the, to the hair store tomorrow and get me a right. rhinestone belt. Or or they might go Truy jeans with the with the you know what I'm saying Chief with the Keith, big I polo like rugby. Sosa, come on, you know what I'm like you know, I'm I'm very excited to see where this thing is about to go. Yeah, this is, and um, I'm just so proud of us for for putting it together. Yeah, this is this this is a problem for us. I can't I can't can't probably remember this when we was kids. It was 19. Mm-hmm. We used to house parties. Yeah, at the, we called it at the cabin, and, and I, I almost forgot about that. I went, I, I found the videos and shit. Yeah, what were you saying about it? Though? I was about to say we used to house parties. And I remember towards the end of us no house party, he was like, he was like, Dom, don't do that shit. Your credit no more cost too much. I'm about you, right? But I was like, we should take it to a venue. Like, mm-hmm. we should move to venues, game. Like, we've only thrown good joints. The, the name follow us. Like, right? Like we we never threw a bad one. Right, which is crazy. <laughs> we came out the gun, and every one of them. Was a one. Every single one. I wish some of y'all was casino. Because a lot of times when me can't talk about our page, I think we'd be lying. No, we was always been them niggas. Right. I'm, some, some of y'all hasn't. But we was always was them niggas. Right. Like house party, whole house pack. Right. Bitches on my kitchen counter shaking, shaking ass. ass. Like, like it was yeah. always the ones. And I remember when we stopped doing it, I was like, bro, we should go to a venue. Karen's like, I don't want to do that shit, but I was like, because it was a lot of work. It was it was a lot of work. It was a lot of planning, and also we wasn't twenty one yet neither. Right. So and we had to deal with that. Yeah, and I was going to say the one of the beautiful parts about this, and this is the the beauty of us building the team. Mm-hmm. This is on a much larger scale than that, and it's better. It's better, way better. It's way better, way better, way better. I so, to be honest, I think that we wouldn't have did it good back then, and it was easier. Is what I was meant to say. Yeah, it's, way, oh, it's so much yeah, easier. It's on a larger we got scale. People and it's easier. positioned already, like I already. 
got a skeleton for a team that's gonna be millionaires. We just gotta go to the right places. Right. So I'm I'm really proud of us. I I, I y'all y'all don't y'all don't know because I yeah you know I mean but every day I sit at home and I'd be like y'all really like mm-hmm. we like we really like that's why I see on every ticket I'm like this is this is an unproven event and niggas buying tickets to a event right. every pre sale tickets right y'all gotta realize and how these crazy ain't even that our is. friends yet we yo we looking at the names like you recognize the name I'm like, like, Nah, maybe maybe out of the names that are recognized, I, I could say it's like six or seven. Right. We sold fifty some tickets now. It's like at the time because it's sold out. When you hearing this, when you hearing this is sold out. When you hearing this sold out. At the so, rate it's going, sold out. It's gonna be sold so out. So don't so don't even try nothing. Right. You could try get in. Come to the door if you need to. But it's sold out. Yeah. But I'm saying like you know, it's just you know it's it, it's amazing to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I Which, feel like uh, it's only right that I play this one. Oh yeah, we just. By the way, just just just, just sold another one. Go play that thing. I know you playing. Give me that. Uh, I didn't came out. Hold up. Hold up. I didn't came out. Hold up. Grip the grain. Hold up. And your girlfriend wanna get like me because I ain't trying to control her. She called me when she wanna change. Bad diamonds, my pinky ring. She know you weak and we ain't the same. You hit the scene and I make the scene. I'm in her head like Maybelline. H time, so I made the lean. I'm in her soul, I make her scream. I don't ride the toe, don't pay the change. I'm easy tag like Peter Pan. She want a man, don't need a man. I'm flying down your boulevard. She cooking dinner with your pants. Draped up, tripped out. Yo, bitch, know what I'm talking about. Pulls up, pull out. We get it popping in the parking lot. She like to do it with the lights on. Don't matter to me if it's dark. I'm cheated up, east up, fossil pants, I'm hard as rock Girl, I know how much you really want somebody Want somebody that don't really need you Girl, I know how much you really want somebody Want somebody that ain't tryna keep you heard what I said Ain't tryna love you, baby, just fuck you instead Yeah, I want to thank you guys for tuning in again this week. Yes. In the words of my grandfather, be free. Almost forgot it. (laughs) In the words of my grandfather, be free and stay free, but not like a maxi pad. In other words, don't be acting like a bitch.